jokes, yes. culture, and innovation at the same time. Whoa, they know, they know, they know. I just wanna be James Bond. I just wanna be, 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 I just wanna drop out. Culture. I wanna know that. We, we not bougie. But I, I feel like I'm, I just don't wanna, I'm, I'm tired of pooping. <laughs> Welcome to the Comedy Trap House. I get the joke now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Comedy Trap House. I am your host, Rome Green Jr. <laughs> I feel like they can't hear you because you you look a little far from the mic. Oh no, they can hear me clearly. All right, yeah, no, I can. I let them know if you can't. <laughs> I can. I can hear me, so I know they can hear me. But we back um, in the building with me. I got Cam. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Damn it, I'm chewing gum. I need to spit this gum out. You always doing something you ain't, you ain't supposed to hey on man. the podcast. Eating, it's smacking, cack- cackling. Cackling. And then I also got gas, but I don't want to fart live on the podcast. Oh, yeah, I let I let my bowels move this morning. I'm about to let one out. I ain't going to lie to you because it's hurting my stuff. It's like right in my gut. I don't want to sm- Oh, my God. <laughs> I do not want to smell that, man. I hope y'all didn't hear that. Ain't no spray on the podcast. Is that now, spray? If man? you stay over there, you won't smell it. I hate I'm when people so- say shit like that. No, but people it, always in my fart don't stink. No, my shit don't stink. No, no, stink. no. I know it stink, but I'm saying if you stay over there, you're not gonna smell it. We I, in a closed room. I can crack a window. Nah, it's too loud. It's too. Yeah, it is a little loud. That's why you selfish. That, that's I'm not. That doesn't make me selfish, but it was hurting, and I didn't want to be suffering. You could have did it before we started. That did it didn't just start. It's no, been no, there. no, no, it, it hadn't been there. It literally it just bubbled up. Whatever we got, we ain't got time for this. <laughs> um, so it's uh, another Tuesday. A lot going on, man. A lot going on. Um, is it? Well, I don't even know what to start with. I know where I want to start. Let's okay. I, I got a lot this week. Right. I could, I could. Let's do it. Let's do so, it. So Fifty Cent. He has this thing where he's going against Harlem dudes. <laughs> and everything they do, he say, this what this what y'all do in Harlem type thing. So yeah. he's been going at Jim Jones for the past couple of weeks. <laughs> and Jim Jones posted this picture. I'm showing you this picture of him like in a cut-up hoodie. Okay. And it looked like he made it into a poncho. So okay. Of course, 50 Cent pick on him, say, what the fuck kind of Harlem shit is this? What happened to your hoodie, Jimmy? Let me guess. You want to feel like a poncho. Get the strap. That's his signature. Okay. Signature right now. Get the strap. Get the strap. Yeah. So I guess Jim Jones said something back, and then Fifty Cent said, "I don't give a fuck about that positive bullshit you just wrote, Jimmy. Fuck all that." But here's the comedy okay. when Fifty Cent wrote. Now I'm going to London to see the MMA fights, and you ain't gonna be there because it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when know, I read that, I died. He said, you, you ain't going to be there because it's, it's expensive. expensive. He said, you ain't that's got like, no money. That's like somebody telling you, yeah, we finna go to this event. You not going to be there because it's expensive. I'm like, yo, Duh. that's disrespectful. It's so disrespectful, but it was so funny no, when that, I read it. <laughs> like, it, it reads really funny. He said, now I'm going to London to see the MMA fights, and you ain't going to be there because it's expensive. <laughs> What kind of kid shit is that? He's a, he a, a bully. He's a bully. He's a bully. But here's the thing. I don't condone bullying in any way or form or fashion. I think bullies 
should be erased. You shouldn't have bullies to a certain extent. I mean, some kids, you, you got it. It, it low-key bullying can toughen you up. Back in the day, bullying was toughing you up. Mm-hmm. Now, I think the difference with bullying now is you you get bullied as you even when you're going home because you're going to yeah, see it. Yeah, because bullying is everywhere. Yeah. Like, you said, if you get bullied or picked on or something embarrassing happened to you, you can leave right it. there in that neighborhood or right there in that classroom. Now the whole world sees it and yeah, you get bullied yeah. or yeah. So now you get something embarrassing. And you get jumped on. But when 50 Cent bullies, it's funny every time. Every time it's funny for the most part because <laughs> who makes a comment like that? Like... <laughs> He, like, I gotta keep reading it because funny. I'm going to London to see the MMA fights, and you ain't gonna be there because it's expensive. <laughs> he said you can't afford to go. That's the now, that's one of the funniest ways to tell someone that you saying they yeah, broke. It, I'm I'm gonna be there, and I don't think Jim Jones is broke. But no, I don't think you broke. He, just, he nah. may not have as much money as Fifty Cent. Well, he, we know just, he doesn't have as much money as Fifty Cent. You never know. You know, people have some back end investments. True, true, you never know true, what he got. But My bad, Jimmy. It's, it's just funny that, when no, he wrote it. No, that's hilarious because here's the thing: <laughs> is he, now does he mean for the for the plane ticket or for the MMA fight? That's I the, think for the whole thing, man. No, that's he just saying you ain't gonna be there because it's expensive. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. That's, that's man. mad. I rather you just say you broke. Yeah, that's tell me you ain't gonna be there because it's expensive. Because <laughs> now he probably looked. I, I think Jim Jones went online, looked at the plane ticket, looked at how much the ticket cost, and was like, "Man, Look, I could this, be there." This all you. This all you heard. He read. So so read it. So you be fifty cents saying, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all hear. This now I'm you. going to London to see the MMA fights, and you ain't gonna be there because it's expensive. And this all you heard from Jim Jones. He just went to type He checked the flight He checked the hotels He checked the ticket prices And he was like I can afford he that He just went to type it Yo that's that's funny though That's that's top five Cause if someone told me that I'm gonna go look up How much it costs I, mean, I can afford that I, mean, I, can, I, I, I got this I can I, do this I ain't going But I can afford it <laughs> That shit was funny nah, to me. That's, 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 that's really funny um, I'm just gonna get this Out of the way Uh J.R. Smith's memes this whole week has been the, the J.R. And, and LeBron memes has been the funniest thing this past week ever since he ever since that nonsense that he happened in the first game. It's I kind of feel bad for him. You kind of because why you feel bad? I don't feel bad for him. The only reason I kind of feel bad is like everybody going in on him like they never made a mistake and like they just <laughs> never made a blunder like that. If you play long enough, it's like they say if you play basketball long enough, you gonna get dunked on. It's the same thing. Like, you may have a mental error. His just came on the largest skit, largest stage and at the wrong time. But do you think that there is there, – there's a there's – There's no excuse for it, There's honestly. a small margin of error when it comes to the – when it comes to this team in particular yes, yes, with the Warriors. Yes, If this was – I, I, I hate to – because Houston's a good t- – if this was any other team in the West, maybe. But not against the Warriors. You, you, yeah. you, you can't have that. But I do – you have a – you. There is a little bit of empathy because it's like it happens, it ha- man. It, it does happens. Happen. Like you're bound to make one mistake, and it just sucks <laughs> that his is on the biggest stage at the wrong moment. But it's like, damn, dog. I'm not gonna lie. He looked like you know when um when you like in a, you see a bunch of kids in the classroom and the parent walk in, 
and be like, Cameron. And you turn around, you know your mom was there, but you, you know you got caught, so you like put your head down. My thing is though, where he went wrong, he just didn't fess up to it. Just say, man, I made a mistake. I didn't. I thought we were up one. If he would have owned it, it would be a lot better. I even think. in the interview, it was just like he keep making like, mistakes, like, excuses. Know, you know, the clock was one. You know, I thought you know we had time. Now I, I was like, just say you fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up. Cause that's what it boils down to. You fucked up, and it's all right. It happens. It, it happens to us. But the the memes that came is just funny. I just seen one this morning. You know, uh, you know the uh, oh, where's my phone at? You know, um, you know the song. What's the was it King's Dead? When Future's like I had it from the thing and I freaked it. Mm-hmm. They had one with Jr. He was looking around and he was like startled, and it was like. Uh, <laughs> He was like, I messed up. Uh, I I went to miss the shot, and I. He's like, I messed up the game, and I freaked it. He said, Should I take it or should I keep it? And he said, La dee da dee da. No time on clock. Oh, <laughs> I was like, Come on, man. And see, and that's bullying. It's bullying because it just keeps going. It just keeps going. I'm sure Jr. ain't trying to listen to none of that. He ain't trying to listen to none of that. But it was funny. I'm sorry. It was funny. It I'm was glad funny. you brought this up because I wanted to go to. This thing we we gonna talk about the Warriors and Cavs, but the the actual matchup. Before we get there, I just want to say it, and you can say what you want. I know a lot of people won't agree with this, but KD ruined the NBA. KD, I'm ruined. just gonna put that out before I explain. Now, more. Cam, KD that, ruined the NBA. That's, you you're going to the extreme. It's that's very he ruined the NBA. Wrong. He didn't ruin it. He ruined but, the NBA. But it's not fun. He ruined it. He, I'm not, ruin is a strong word. He ruined the NBA. Like, when you put water inside your cereal, that's ruining cereal. So he put water inside the NBA. You put water NBA. inside the NBA logo. <laughs> it's halfway full. He ruined the NBA. All right, well, tell the people why, what you, why you think that. Because they're – it's almost impossible to beat them. Almost. It's almost impossible. No lead is safe with them. Yeah. If they get ahead, it's, a, it's like this why. He joined a seventy and three and nine team. They won seventy three games, lost only nine. That's wild. They added. They had three all stars. Yeah. They added the second best player in in the NBA. Yeah. That's not fair. It, no, the it's second not. It's best not. player in the NBA, and then not only that, he couldn't beat them. They they were up three to one. Yeah, they let them come back, and then he joined them. Then he joined. Them. I already don't respect that move. Yeah, I definitely fine, I agree with you. You did on what you I did. I don't respect that move. But it ruined the NBA because now you know what it is. Every year, nobody gonna beat them. Like Houston almost did it. If Chris Paul would have played, I think, think they would have got, got it. But yeah. yeah, almost unbeatable. It makes it not even enjoy. Like watch people, don't, people don't even. Want, that's why the ratings are lower. People don't even want to watch it because they just know it's not. It's no. But that's why that first game was so important. That's why Jr. That's why it's rough because had they won that first game, not say because it's not just on Jr. Let me take. Let me. It's not just on him. George Hill could have made the, the free throw, uh, and and Jr. could have passed it. They could. Some calls could have been made. Whatever, but. In the end, if they would have won that game, momentum momentum plays a big part this in this nigga, type of series. This nigga, LeBron, has to play the whole game for them to have a and shot. That's he wild. got at least almost hit 50 <laughs> every game. To win. These are the stats. First game, Jordan Clarkson, two for nine. Game two, Jordan Clarkson, one for four. Jesus. Game one, Jeff Green, three for nine. Game two, Jeff Green, two for seven. Game one, Jr. Three for ten, game two. Jr. Two for nine. 
Kyle Korver game one, one for three. Kyle Korver game two, zero of three. What? You can't do nothing with that. You can't do no, you never. What can you do with that? You're not going to win with that. You're not going to win. Not going to win with that. You take KD off this team, it's a more. Yeah, no. he, it's a it's a better matchup. What not the team LeBron got is still bad, but he would have had a better shot against them. And if he had still and, had Kyrie, it'd be a bit. That's a that's a rivalry. And to anybody who's a Cavs fan, I'm not saying the team is terrible. They just not good. And this is what I mean. No, no, they, no, 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 no. They are terrible. No, I can't say because these are these I'm are good tell you players. Why. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Take LeBron off there. They're not in the finals. No, for sure Take not. KD off Warriors. It's still in the finals. For sure. Cavs but I can't say is that a they... bad team. <laughs> I'm telling you, dog, without without LeBron, yeah. they don't make it yeah. to the – I don't know if they make it to the playoffs, but they do. They don't make it to the finals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Boston would have beat them. Pacers yeah. would have beat them. Yeah, yeah. It's LeBron carrying this team. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen a possum, but the way she carried her kids, they all climb on her back. Why do you know that? Because I watch a lot of animal shit. No, I do too, but I ain't never seen that one. They, they so she carried the animals on her back. Uh, the babies. The baby. Oh, okay, like they just okay. climb on and she and she get roll to out. So LeBron, that's what LeBron, LeBron is doing right he, he mama possum. He the mama possum <laughs> and carrying them on his back. He is, and nobody can nobody can deny it because it's is there. Especially after I read them numbers. This nigga had fifty one points the first game and they lost. And I said it before that game one that he got at least score fifty for them to have a chance. It's ridiculous. And then watch, watching game two, I was just sad because it's nothing. It's nothing. But it's not fun. It's not, that's what I'm saying. It's, it was boring. It's I was, boring. I was down when we, when we, before we started watching the game. Unless you a, unless you a Warriors fan. Yeah, if you're a Warriors And yeah. see, I'm not a fan of either of the teams. I'm a LeBron fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm a Miami Heat fan. So, I'll, I really don't have too much invested, but I just want to see a good matchup, and it's not fair. When I was watching, uh, before we, you know, we was watching the game in the bar the other day, and before y'all came in there, this dude. It's a restaurant. I mean, that has a bar in it. I mean, whatever. Shut up. And the dude. <laughs> but we're on a podcast. I have to talk. No, I mean, you know, Cam, that's, en- that's enough. All right. <laughs> the dude was in there. I was like, you going for any other team? He was like, he, I, he was like, they boring, B. They boring. He was like, this whole game boring. <laughs> first thing he said, he said, but I was like, so you don't, you don't care? He said, I don't care about none of these niggas. They boring. This both of this boring because I know who gonna win. But it's boring because you. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Said, it's so lopsided. It's like this is not fair. And then, like it's such a weak move by KD to me. Dog. Even when they go to Cleveland. It's like they they Cleveland might win with a little bit of a home. I think they're gonna give LeBron one. Cause if he gets sweep, I'm be like, yeah. If if Warriors win tomorrow, oh, is it today? Oh shit, I think it might be today. Let me check. If they win tomorrow, if they win today or tomorrow, it's a wrap. I mean, it's, it's, it's well, I can't say that because he did come back three three one. But, but, but they didn't have KD and Draymond got injured. So and that's the. You get injured, you got suspended. Oh, you got suspended. I meant. So I, I, I really don't. But see it was them. just more of an even matchup because you got Kyrie, LeBron. That's what I'm saying. But so that's what I'm saying. If they go down three. It's a wrap for <laughs> this team. It's, it, it, like, it is. I, I want to say that, but I never want to count out. LeBron. I, I don't. This nigga I take don't, it to man. Game seven and win. He the goat. He is with the this team. Goat. If he win with this team, he the goat. That's all. I, I and I don't want to hear nobody say nothing else but, about look, it. If he win, he the GOAT. If he lose, he going to go. <laughs> if you didn't hear it, you gonna if take, he win, he the he, GOAT. Go. If they lose, he going to go. Just take, off the, just take off the AT at the end. He leaving, he leaving, he leaving Cleveland, and yeah. nobody can be mad because he 
he, you know, he, he gave him his promise. Yeah. He lived up to the promise. He said, I'm bring y'all championship. He did. So, out of here. Yeah. Um, yes, tomorrow at 6. Tomorrow at 6. So, we'll see, man. But at least give me some type of excitement, man. It's it just like, come on, man. This shit whack. Tell Katie leave. Here's the thing. I think it's something about a man that don't care about his hair. <laughs> it's something about a man that mm. don't care about his hair. He ain't got nothing to lose out there. He plays so good because he don't brush see, his hair. I, I, I want my players to be like that. I don't want them to care about nothing but the sport because that's how I know they're dedicated but you got, they're you, gonna give it at all. You have an appearance to keep up on your team. <laughs> no, you don't need, I don't care how you look as long as you ball. This man, I don't think he's seen a brush since he stepped foot on the court. Brush? <laughs> Ask him what that is. You don't know what that is. You don't know brush. No brush, no not no cut, nothing. I ain't this. I ain't never. See, if I see him with a lineup, he'll look like a whole different person. He strategically has his mirror in his bathroom where it cut off the hair or cut off at the hair. He, so all he see is forehead. His now. forehead because he don't need. He, it. he don't care about yeah, it. He don't care about that. He don't care about it. If he get a lineup, yo, what they need to do? The cast. This is what y'all need to do. Sneak into to somewhere wherever KD's staying and give him a, fl- a fresh lineup. He'll never be the same. It won't. He won't play. Same. You take away his superpower. It'll never be the You'll same. take away a superpower if you do it, but yeah. So that's that's what the, that's what's going on in the finals for anybody who's watching. JD I'm, ruined the NBA. <laughs> nigga said he ruined the NBA. He ruined the NBA. Like it's not fun. There, there's no way with this squad, and if they stay healthy, there's no way they can't win another two, three times. Like because it depends where LeBron go. It depends on where LeBron go for sure. But if, if LeBron go to Houston, then oh, it's a different. It's, it's a, gonna be it's totally gonna be good. Game. It's gonna be crazy. Or, or even if Kawhi come to Cleveland or something like that. You think there's any chance he's staying? Somebody gotta come. Okay. Kawhi gotta come. Okay. If he if Kawhi come, I wouldn't be Kawhi mad at that. Kawhi gotta come. I wouldn't be mad at that. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. But yeah, that's the only way. I want him to stay in the East though, because if he go to the West, it's a wrap for the East. Like yeah. the East, is just nah. Like I feel like he either going to Philly, Houston, or staying and yeah. bringing people. I don't know. Damn, a man. lot of people say Miami. I don't see him going back to Miami, but nah. You know, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at it. <laughs> No, no, the, the amount of fans that didn't come to that arena that next year when he left was so funny. It was so funny. I was like, niggas ain't shit. Yo, that was funny. Um, he gave me two ships, so I'm happy. He good. Hey. Uh, should we move to music? Let's talk about, um, yeah. Because I got to talk about future, but you you can okay cuz you know we can talk about future offset we can talk about a bunch of shit all right, all right so something went on with future yesterday somebody said y'all need to talk about this on the podcast so i was like all yeah, right, i saw it. what's going on so i'm gonna read it for people who don't know what's going mm-hmm. on i guess i ain't gonna lie i don't know how to pronounce this girl name yeah i, I said that name crazy shamartis monique witset yeah, that first name trash. That first name bad. That first name ruined the names. That, that, fo- that first name ruined it putting water on names like KD in the NBA. Shamartis, Monique Wits. I'm calling Monique. So I guess this is a young lady that Future's dealing with. So this is what she wrote on Facebook, I believe. She said, okay, now that I'm settled in my room, I had to book, a, had to book I can go on tell y'all. I've been talking to Future since March. So since March. I chilled with him in Miami and went to the studio with him or whatever, and he was so cool and nice. 
Like three days ago, he told me he wanted to see me. So I told him to book my flight. He told me to book it and he would give me my money back, which was a thousand percent of what I paid for my flight. That's why I know. That's why I know a future businessman. All that reimbursement talk. Yeah, reimbursement. He talking Hollywood talk. <laughs> he talking that Hollywood talk. <laughs> she said, I paid five fifty for my flight. So when I got here, he supposed to have been giving me five thousand five hundred dollars. Fifty five hundred. He already booked my room and had a key left for me at the front desk. So I get settled in and I text him. He called me on FaceTime telling me I'm supposed to be waiting on him in the room with lingerie. For one, lingerie wasn't on my mind when I was packing. I was thinking more of the studio, my nigga. But anyway, I told him I wasn't on that type of time. We talk, but we don't talk enough for me to fuck him, LOL. So Sunday get here, I left to get something to eat, and I come back. My keys, my keys stopped working. <laughs> my keys stopped working. So I'm thinking, I just put the key close to my phone, and that's why I stopped working. She said, I get to the front desk, and they was telling me it wasn't working because I was supposed to check out today. <laughs> I asked them how long the room was booked. They said it was only booked for Saturday, which means he had plans to have sex with me and put me out anyway and not give me the 5500 I'm so happy I didn't have sex with him because he wouldn't have, he would have fucked me and still put me out. At least I could say I'm not part of the collection. I just don't know where I will be in life and something, damn, it's blocking. Something about to go around, or I'm not about to go around having sex with niggas to get where I want to be. Anything I do for work is for work. It's cool though because I have my, and then it cuts off. And then she shows a text message between her and Future that says, um, I guess future is at the top. It says shaking my head. She says, I didn't know that's what you wanted to do. I would have told you. He said, no worries. She said, sorry, I'm not that type. He said, understood. She said, okay, cool. So I won't see you at all. He said, I'm good. Love. Enjoy. Now. All right, let's break this down. And then she put wow. And she put, yeah, and she put wow. Here's my thing. Go ahead. Yeah. Cause I, it, it, what you expect? That that's what I was about. To, that's exactly what I was. But that's my whole thesis to this. This man is a rapper. You hear it in his. He songs. has a song called "My Collection." Michael, you know it. You ref, you refer you reference the song. You know what this game is. You you being flown out. Like, you know he gonna want sex. Like that's, it's 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 in in the back of my mind it's a terrible thing it Be, is because she said it herself they ain't really talking like that so if you know y'all ain't talking to where this ain't no relationship thing or this ain't business you're not a musician at least she didn't say what you think he want to see you yeah. for you thought he want i'm not saying it's right but yeah, i'm just not saying, saying i just know the it, business is it, obvious <laughs> it's obvious what he wanted it's and very then obvious. the whole thing with him booking it for one night she may be very it may be True, what she's saying. He may yeah. just, just gonna do her, and then yeah. just it abandon might. her, or it could have been where he do her, and him like, you know, I like you. Come Maybe s- come stay with me for the rest of the weekend. Maybe can't assume things. Yeah, but you prejudging. <laughs> but my thing is like, I love how people always gotta defend that they ain't broke. That's the thing. Like you don't. But have to- my thing is, you came to get five thousand dollars. That's what you. You was trying. You was trying to get a come up. 
You was trying to get a little come up. You trying to, so don't don't. So it's not all it, on future. It seemed like both was gaining from this. He was gonna get what he wanted, and you was gonna get what you wanted with the money. But bro. here's the thing: it be the same girls like that that will go have sex with a nigga that took him to Chili. So I can't really. <laughs> so like. <laughs> I mean, that's besides me. Have sex with you want to have sex that's, with. Exactly. But my thing is, I don't want her to be surprised that that's what he wanted. Because yeah, you said yeah. to yourself, y'all wasn't talking like that. You chill with him one time. So what what you think? It's he, a little naivety in out? there. Well, naivety, naivety, naivety. But it's, it's you being a little na- like, ma'am, ma'am, you know this. Yeah, like, like, you know this. It's 2018. If this was 1990 and the stuff still wasn't everywhere. but she it, She heard his song. She referenced the You've song. seen posts. You've you've seen. You heard everything there is about Future. You know what it is. He's a rapper. You know what this game is. Yeah. So it's not really too much. I can't. I can't feel sorry for you, but I I can say you need to just be careful. Like learn. We did a whole skit about this called the Fly You Out fly contract. You out. When a guy wants to fly you out. But here's the thing. Should. Let's say it's um. Let's say. You 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 are a, uh, a a lawyer, and you and this girl talk online, and you fly her out. Should she still have that same expectation? If the man fly you out, yeah. Especially if y'all ain't talking on girlfriend boyfriend level. What you think he flying you out for? He true. ain't flying you out. This true, to, true. This is just true. chill because yeah, he could just chill on the phone, chill yeah. on Facetime. Yeah, it's probably, or other girls he got there. Yeah, there. like why you think he's flying you out? Yeah. no one's just flying yeah. you out for no reason. Damn, sex is powerful. Niggas will fly yeah. you across he the country. He's flying you out because he's really into you, and y'all gonna take this relationship to the next level. Or he flying you out because you want to have a good weekend. Yeah. And you might have a good weekend too. Like, yeah, hey, there's hey. nothing wrong with flying out, being flown out, or whatever. But I just don't want her to be naive about the situation. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're looking like, for. I don't even see why she why she put that story out. Because I think everybody's saying the same thing. <laughs> like, why she? What was the reason for putting that out? I think maybe she thought she was gonna get a different response from, I guess, maybe other women possibly that have either had this happen or been through the situation, but. Uh, Even if she did, they all still give them the same thing. Same what do thing. you expect? But niggas, everybody, I'm looking at some of the comments. Niggas said, niggas just said, fuck it since he wasn't getting anything. He said, do girls really not be knowing a dude wants to do this after paying 10 times the flight price and getting a hotel room? Or do they try to play the ignorance card for as long as they can get away with it? I really need to know. My thing is, the thing that we don't get, what was her reason for going outside of the money? Like, I, yeah. I understood she went for the five grand. That's a good investment right there. You spend five fifty, you get five thousand out of it. But then she says she hung out with him in the studio before. So why? How did this convo start? Did he reach out to you first? Did you reach out to him? Why are you even hanging out with him? Like, what do you want from this? Did you want to be his girl? Yeah. Did yeah. you want this to block? Like, I'm just saying. Like, what do you? <laughs> What was her angle? That's yeah. and like I said, this like this dude guy. This guy said, "I never think a dude is entitled to a girl after driving money." And we don't. I don't think. No, that not at all. For sure, that's not what I'm saying. But I like, don't want them to be. I don't want to. Well, let me explain. I don't want anyone listening to this to be confused. Yeah, yeah. no one's entitled to have sex no. just because he bought you a ticket. For I'm sure. just saying. What you? He's the ex- mindset. Yeah, the mindset when a guy flies you out is you know he wants to have a good time. And yeah, usually. Sex is on his mind. 
Yeah. And he's not entitled to it, but that's what he's thinking. That, yeah. Yeah. But my thing is, I want to know what did she want to get out of this? I know the second trip was the five thousand. It's the li- it's the it's the experience, I guess. The money and the experience. I guess she maybe she thought she was about to build something with future. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't see why she posted this. Did she say y'all talking about I should have kept quiet for what? He didn't pay he didn't pay me my money. What I'm keeping quiet for. I post on social media because I asked him, did he only book my room for one night and he didn't text me back and on top of that his baby mama called my phone so I posted it. I'm not doing no interviews for free by the way, so stop writing me about doing interviews if money was involved. I already got walked for trying to turn five fifty into fifty five hundred. Wait. So I understand the second time she went is for the money. Yeah, I yeah. understand that. But my thing is, why are you releasing this story now? Like, you want some fame? Like, people do a lot of crazy yeah. She's talking about interviews now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no one said anything about an interview unless someone asked her to interview. But my I don't thing interview is, you. You doing this for attention and money? What I'm interviewing know, you for? <laughs> I just I just want to know what what her end goal was in all this. Yeah, she uh, she didn't state that, but yeah, humble. Now she learned. I mean, hopefully she learned from this. Next guru who fly her out, hopefully she'll be up front and say, "Hey, I don't want to have sex with you." And he'll tell her right then. And yeah. probably won't get a ticket. But I'm just saying, <laughs> at least she'll know she won't waste her time. She might get a ticket. He might like her. No, yeah, I mean they talking on that level. But yeah. if he's still talking on that level, you still know. Yeah, he still want to. You want to have sex with your girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. All right. All right, now. <laughs> <laughs> what else going on in music? <laughs> so Offset got into an accident, right? Okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't see any of the pictures. Yeah. I don't know the full story, but he said that some guy walking by helped him, kind of saved his life, helped him get out the car. I don't know if the car was on fire or something, oh, but shit. he said saved his life. And Offset ended up buying that dude a car. That dude was walking, walking to work. Oh, he had shit. no car, so I said, bought him a car. And the internet, the, like, I don't get people's psyche. I don't know they, if it's always been like this or mm-hmm. the internet's revealing it or we, a lot of people was, lost the hip-hop. Bad. Was it in Atlanta? I believe yeah, so. Okay. Or a lot of people lost the hip hop, but everyone's judging the car that Offset bought him. They judging the car. They judging. It's the same thing like when I brought up to Kendrick buying his his sister, his little sister, a car. They yeah. judging the car like, man, Offset could at least got the man a Benz or Mercedes. Why? And then you have the logical people like, that's dumb. If the man's walking to work, he can't afford the upkeep or the insurance you're gonna have to. He put don't care on what a, you give him on a BMW or yeah. a Mercedes. Yeah. He got him a Nissan Altima. But people say, man, he could at least got him a new one. That look like a like a oh five. It don't matter. It don't, it's a free car. The nigga so, was on the Ankle Express before. He was on the Ankle Express, <laughs> and it's a car that he can easily keep up with the upkeep and insurance. Duh. Like people, yeah, I don't I'm like people yeah. aren't grateful these days when I hear comments like that. Like if a dude bought me a car when I'm walking. I'm grateful. I'm so no. I'm so great. We don't. We don't walk. We don't, we don't walk before. I walked before. And it's, it's, sometimes it ain't fun. I'm it, like y'all not seeing the good deed here. Y'all just he should have bought him a Beam or a Mercedes. Why? That's weird, man. If that, the man's walking, he can't afford to upkeep from like those cars are expensive to upkeep. Those are Mercedes is a German car, yeah, I it, believe, and that is expensive. It's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of money. Those being parts put into ain't that. cheap. It's a lot. So but, then he gonna be back walking because 
Uh, he can't handle the <laughs> exactly. Like no, nah, people. So he got this man ignorant. an Ultima. They need to shut up. Everybody, all of you, shut up. They just, people like that piss me off. Just, but my thing is like, are you lost to hip hop? Because you know, hip hop is ignorant. Hip hop made us all think a lot of stuff growing up. Yeah, like as Charlemagne says, like this whole rape culture that was in hip hop. Yeah, yeah, the whole of being flashy and materialistic that. that's in hip hop. Yeah. So when I hear people say, "Oh, you should got my Benz or, or Mercedes," like. I think I was walking. <laughs> if he got me a bicycle, a go kart, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, Cause I was walking. Let alone a full on car. A full car. They say he should have you know, insurance. You don't know if he he could have paid the whole year off insurance. Like this is a free car. Even if this man, I gave this man a car. He sold it to get the money. Whatever. So big. That's your yeah. It's yours. You Thank say you save my life. life. Boom. That's I'm it. trying to get you something practical. It's two points they missing. Offset might. What about say would have died? Like then niggas. Oh, uh, Offset a, didn't have to buy this dude a car. That's what I'm saying. You don't. Got, he, didn't he didn't have, have to, to do nothing. He did it out of goodness of his heart. Like good of his heart. Hey. Now, fuck now with, even though he showed it online, that's fine. That's his business. That's the only yeah. reason we know. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it don't matter. He, he did got it. that dude a, a car. People crazy. Come on, man. man. Come on, man. Too people many people crazy. bad. Too many people bad and bougie. People crazy. Now, before we go back to music, before we get back to you, hold on. I, I, let me see if I can, let me see if I can get this joke off. Do you think now the dude will have to walk it like he talk it? I don't know if that's good or not Damn, good, I try, but I like I it. That's I what I'm saying. Okay, like, I don't right. know if it's good. I'm gonna let the people tell you <laughs> if that was good or not. I like the pun. You should just. Said it. Shouldn't have set it up. You should just. Said I know. It. I was. Going, been, I think it would have been funny if you just said it. I was. I was. Going, I was going to, but I felt you moving on, so I wanted to stop. I wasn't sure if I just could say it. No, but I'm saying that you said. Hold on. Let me get this joke off. Oh. If okay. you just say, hold on, hold on, hold on, and then said it, oh, I think okay. it would have been fair enough. Them, fair enough. Eye closing. Hey, man. Head yeah. nodding off. Type of smiles. You know. You win some. You lose funny. some. All right. But uh, decent. <laughs> Roseanne got fired. Trash. For being racist, Trash. but the funny part about it, she she blamed it on Ambien, a sleeping pill. She said she was on Ambien, and then Ambien came out and said side effects is not racism. <laughs> <laughs> they were like side effects of drowsiness. And sleep, you know what's funny not- about that? You know how we have a we have a running joke in the in the group, like because <laughs> it came from a while back. Whenever somebody mess up and fuck up and do something stupid, we be like. Man, I was sleepy. I so was that's sleepy. So that's what Roseanne <laughs> tried to do. She tried to say she was sleepy. She would have had more benefit of a doubt. Benefit of a doubt if if she wasn't caught in racist stuff before. Like the most shocking one yeah. she ever did is dress up like Hitler and take out burnt cookies that represented the Jews that was cooked in yeah. ovens. Yeah, I was like, yeah, not good. The fact that this industry is almost ran by Jews and she was allowed to keep working is shocking. That's yeah, that's wild. That's how powerful you are, I guess. We're 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 just in an age where, I mean, but at the time, like when when Roseanne was on TV back in the day, you know, back then you could say what you want. Mm-hmm. We not in that time no more. That's what she got. Five years ago, you could say what you want for the most part. For, for the yeah, maybe for, yeah, yeah, I give or take. Yeah, five years ago, but now it's a wrap for that. You get it's not there's none of that going on. None and the funniest thing about it, like the racist people are saying it's a. <laughs> you're opposing on their amendment rights, the freedom of speech, and people say no. She said it. That's the freedom, That's of, the speech. freedom of speech. But yeah. the consequences people from you learn, being racist, like 
you gonna have consequences. That there's a there's a consequence for the things you do sometimes. Like and that's just. And I only feel bad for the people who's unemployed now because of her, yeah, her yeah, whole the whole sure. crew, the people behind the scenes. I mean, shout out, jobs, to, shout out to ABC for holding it down. They said, "Well, a black lady at the head." She said, "That's it. That's it. You're humble. You're humble." <laughs> but Roseanne, good. She got yeah. money. John yeah. Goodman got money. But yeah, I'm thinking yeah. about like the crews. The crews, like, yeah, yeah. Coming on shows like that, that's good money, man. Because some of the people might have been, they might been their first. You know, like younger. If it's a younger person mm-hmm. that's doing camera or or. Uh, gaffer or anybody like that, they probably like, oh, this is a good opportunity. That's why you gotta look, watch out. Honestly, like you could be say what you want, but sometimes it's bigger than you. You got responsibilities yeah, yeah. to a lot of people that that's working for you and all that stuff. So it's like I think you said on the podcast a while back. It's some things you just don't say because it's like, why? I don't need to say this right now unless if I'm off air and we talking. All right, whatever. And but what she said wasn't worth it. You might as well say that to your homegirl or whoever your friend. So she looked like an ape, like. What was the reason for that? You need you needed to tweet that. You needed you need to, to say that. <laughs> it was, that's just racist. That mean you like in your heart was like I have to get this out. Like this has to be right out. before you go to sleep. Get your sleep. Yeah, go to bed. So I was on the Ambien. <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> It's been a wild week, man. Like it's, it I is. saw Kim K at the White House talking about prison reform. And <laughs> I was like, "Is this the Simpsons right now? Is this the, some?" We live like, in a cartoon. We live in, but why can't she be there to talk about? And that? look, okay, the, be fair. Okay, she is fighting for this one lady who got life for. I forgot exactly what the whole story is. Yeah. So that lady is grateful, and I, and I, I for sure. And and say she gets something done. Great, yeah, but it's just it's not who I expect to be talking about prison reform. Not it's a lot of people, a lot of experts out there who dedicated their life to, to this prison reform that could be talking yeah. about it. And you pick Kim K. Like I don't think about nothing prison reform when I think about <laughs> Kim Kardashian. <laughs> and then to see the picture with him, her, and Trump is just so cringeworthy. I didn't even, like, I didn't even see the picture. I, I didn't even see he's the smiling. She, she not smiling, but it's just what. He, he just looked like skin, like he orange. He just I see skin. why people say orangey. I'm like, yeah, why is he so orange? He, he looked muddy. He, <laughs> nigga looked muddy. He looked like New Orleans dirt. He just muddy. It just looked deep mud. This has been a wild week, man. It's, like we have a week this wild in a, in a minute. The the thing is, I guess, like you said, it's it's more of a shock factor because, like you said, it's a lot of people that could have been there talking about prison reform, but. I guess, in the same token, she has the eyes and audience for the prison to to be talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, because of her influence on on you know the, the social level, it could bring more awareness for the people. That, but honestly, to me, I don't think he's gonna do anything about it. Cause, I mean, you know, not. he don't care. So I think it was more like using her as a puppet to get more exposure, more storylines yeah. out there, more distractions to yeah. the real issues. So. I don't think really anything gonna come from, and it's just funny. I just know she wouldn't have met Obama for no prison reform. He like, would have met with an actual, you know, she, prison reform. Like Obama wouldn't allow it, or just she wouldn't have. Wouldn't. It'd be way more liable. I mean, qualified candidates. Yeah, for sure. Because a lot of people, maybe some of the prison reform people won't won't go talk to Trump. They don't want to go there. Maybe. Well, they would have went for Obama. Maybe. Um. Quick, quick side note. 
Well, not quick time though, but because you were talking about the White House, and it made me think about gatherings and parties. So last night I went to a little event, and I made it a I made it a a conscious decision to whenever I felt awkward because I, I went by myself because I was supposed to go, but with somebody, but they wasn't feeling good, <laughs> so I went by myself. But I made a conscious decision. I said, in my awkward moment, I'm not gonna get on my phone. Cause you know there's those awkward. I was like, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not gonna get on my phone, and it was tough at some spots. I was like, oh dang, I kind of want to grab my phone. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit in it. I'm, I'm gonna sit in mm-hmm. it. The amount of people that I seen awkward on their phone was so funny to me, cause it's it's rough for people. Like I say, you people watch, you see some no, shit. It is rough for people. I seen this dude three times. <laughs> Each time I seen him, he would be standing there for a second, and he he grab his phone. He go he go on it. Then I see him again. He'd be standing looking around. And like he Or he would be talking to somebody. they walk away. He grab, he, grab, he grab his phone. It's such a reaction to grab your phone. It makes it. you think what people did before phones. That's what, like an event like that. I'm like, I don't know what people was doing. I guess what they was talking about. Well, remember in the Aziz book I let you read. Oh, they yeah, did yeah, an experiment yeah. with the young people and the older, and the older people. Yeah. Put them in a room and let them talk. And the young side, a lot of them was on their phone. And the older side, they were all just talking. Yeah. It was yeah. just like the, the different. The two easiest places to talk at those type of parties because it was like a, a um, for like the Emmys or whatever. So at that when it's that type of party, I'm thinking, all right, these people are coming here to talk and network. I feel like that's what these people are coming here for because they know the type of crowd. Dang, I got a fart again. I got gas, but anyway. <laughs> I tell you this, I think the two things to do. One thing, you could have used that. For a conversation star, you be like, you went up to, hey, I'm wrong, and I'm trying not to get on my phone, yeah, and sit in this awkward, this and just meet people, yeah. So, so yeah, that what's works. up? Or you can just say, one I did before, like, hey, I'm trying to meet everyone in this room tonight. I just want to meet everyone in this room tonight, yeah. and start that by the bar is good, even if you're not drinking, but if you buy the bar waiting. It's always something to talk about there because you could just, you know, because always somebody leave the stand because it might be crowded, some stand beside you. You could talk, you could spark up a conversation literally about anything. Have you tried the food? How you, how long have you been here? Da, da, da. Whatever. It's it's a little easier for me because I'm a social person already, but I know some people they ter- they terrified in that situation, in, mm-hmm. in those situations. Like, and I just it's it's just real interesting to see when people like get on their phone for comfort. Cause that's exactly what they're doing. They're getting right on that phone. We get we get comfortable. Um, but yeah, I just had to say that because I just thought about that. Um, Pusha T, Drake, Kanye, where you want to go? <laughs> they all connected, but all could be separate conversations at the same time. Um, let's go. We can go Pusha T, Drake. Well, first I want to say I love the Daytona album. Like. I'm a Pusha T fan. I just like the, even though he rapped about dope and all that, yeah, I fuck with. He been rapping, but, but he be saying some stuff I really like. When he said, um, "Ah, shit, I don't, I don't even want to butcher. I hate butchering lyrics because it just felt, it felt right when he said this." So I'm, a, I'm gonna admit to y'all the reason why my, why I got gas is because last night I was doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing, and I got a slice of cheese pizza, and I think. Well, me and Cheese, I know for a fact me and Cheese don't get along. And so I was being grown and being hard-headed, and that's why I'm suffering today. That goes with the consequences 
of actions. So basically, my stomach fired me like ABC fired Roseanne. Okay. Your stomach says on Ambien. <laughs> you ain't responsible for <laughs> you, 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 you farting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I'm still looking for you know just talk just talk to the people. I got, I got to talk to the people. I talk to the people. How you uh, feel about the album? Well, I look um, I like I like it. Uh, I like it. At first, I wasn't sure. Albums are getting shorter and shorter. I just I feel like now it's now you don't need to make an album past seven songs. I feel like that's just where we at at this point. Because people attention—that's not necessarily true. No, it's, it's not Migos true. Migos' album was crazy it, long. Yeah, Ray Sherman's album was long. Ray Sherman yeah. three. Chris Brown had a hundred and five songs on his. Yeah, that—that's <laughs> just crazy. <laughs> but uh, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like some some people, some artists are just like, you know, I'm gonna get, give you these seven eight songs and call it call it a day. But no, I liked it. Um, the track that y'all told me to go listen to. Um, nah, I can't think of the name, but the track. Comeback, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard. That beat. Yeah, that, that was hard. That beat is that crazy. Hard. That beat crazy. Um, you know what? Sometimes, like, when people, I'm, I'm going to admit this. Like, sometimes people be like, oh, this beat's crazy that Kanye did, da-da-da. It really don't be that crazy. Honestly, <laughs> like, low-key, it really don't be that crazy. Like, it'd be, it be a good beat. But, like, people be like, oh, it's crazy. Like, let me tell you something. A beat that was crazy when I heard it was Money on My Mind by Lil Wayne. That was a crazy beat. Or even, low-key, a crazy beat is the only uh, collab between Drake. Well, not the only collab, but on Meek's album, the Rico beat. That's a crazy beat, and that song is hard. That's why they should have just kept making music. But sometimes when people are like, "Oh, this Kanye beat hard," I'm like, "It ain't. It's a drum and a, and something in the back." Like, but I guess I think pushing T on that beat is hard because he 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 brought the energy that beat needed. Yeah, no, no, he, he like that. He that's it. the perfect match for how he rapped. And that I, beat is hard. And I'm a fan of push to like push a Ben rapping. Like he been out here rapping, but um, you found yes. Uh, okay, go it's ahead. in the games we play. Song and basically it says he starts off the verse. This ain't a wave or phase, cause all this shit is, cause all that shit fades. This lifestyle's forever when you made, and that shit just resonate with me so hard because I feel like that's us. Like what we do ain't a wave, it ain't a phase. Like things have changed since we started, but this shit is we all in. We're all invested. And we know our talents, and we know where we're going. And when we get there, you'll realize that yeah. we were made. And we this, this ain't this ain't a coincidence. We all came together to do this. Way God put us together. Our talents are not going to South so, Beach. This ain't a wave or a phase. Cause all this because all that shit fades. Yeah, this lifestyle's forever when you made that shit is hard. Too. Like lyrics resonate so much more now to us. When, especially when you get in it and you you know these artists start like spitting that stuff you be like man I understand like even how when Big Sean was turning 30 he went on his whole like you you could tell that a nigga like yo he going he done went through the stuff he seen stuff he like he's grown he's, he's been grown. reading what I like about Big Sean he reads a lot of the same books I read like yeah. he'll bring up books I'm reading at the moment or yeah. about to read I'm like we on the same wavelength. I think it come with age. The older yeah. you get, you just your priorities change. The way you think about the world change. For some people, not all, but yeah, you just looking at life it, in a different lens. Look it's, at is this different? It's, it's so like different. I even like he had a Pusha T had a line when he was talking about 
in the party with no jury on, but richer than all the people that's in here flossing yeah. all that. I'm like, really? You ain't gotta. You ain't got. Like, you ain't gotta show your wealth. You ain't gotta do all that. You that know? remind me of this. Uh, that remind me of this Ross lyric. Hold on, hold on, hold on, y'all, hold on now. While you searching that, he also said right after Lifestyles Forever when you made, he said they tweeted about the about the length I made him wait. What the fuck you expect when a nigga got a cape and he's great? He letting man. you know, like, man, this man be. Come on, man. This man be talking that shit, man. I love it. I love it. Um, I love it. Damn it. Damn it. Come on, Ross. No jury on, but you richer than everybody. You laugh a little louder. DJ say your name a little prouder. Okay, that's the song. Okay. <sighs> Wait, was that last one? No jury on, but you richer than everybody. You stood on every couch and then in the A at the black party. No jury on, but you richer than everybody. You laugh a little louder. DJ say your name a little prouder. Boss. I like oh, boss talk. This this was hard. So in Apple of my eye, one of the first two lyrics opening in Rick's Wild verse. And it said, Tears running down a nigga face. In a room full of failures, I feel out of place. I said, Oh, baby. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm -mm -mm. I said, Oh man. Mm. Yo, I said that was hard. I, I, mm. I, that's hard. Mm. <laughs> Mm. In a room full of failures, I feel out of place. Come on, man. Come on, but man. I read a quote one time said a winner is just a loser who tried one more time. For so sure. For sure. you know they may have failed, but they still going. I'm sure he's talking winning. about. I'm sure he's talking about the pe <laughs> people that's complacent, more oh, yeah. likely. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. But uh, yeah, boss talk, man. Boss well, talk. It's, it's, you know he go by boss. So boss talk. Ain't that I only that's... expect expect that. Boss talk is exciting. I don't know if y'all know, but it's exciting when you when you start boss talking. You can relate to. Sometimes the boss you get humbled talk. in your boss talk. Sometimes you get everybody humbled. gonna get humble. Everyone gonna fail. Everyone gonna lose. But you can also win if you keep going. You to keep game, going. Keep fighting. Just gotta keep going. But um, yeah. So I really love that album. Now Kanye, did you listen to Kanye album? I did. What you think? I like it. I like it too. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Um, I don't think. As of right now, I don't think it's like one of his best albums. No. But this is where the butt stands in. Okay. He made the album in a month because he made it right after the TMZ um, interview. Wait, so he wasn't working? He had a whole album before that TMZ interview. But he didn't release that one. No, he made a whole new one after that. I give him that. All right. Well. And the way that's confirmed, because, you know, Charlamagne did an interview and he heard the album. Yeah. And someone asked him, was this the album you heard when you went in? He said, no, not at all. Oh, shit. So man. this man made a whole new album in a month. That's why he was talking about all that TMZ stuff on yeah, there. Yeah, a whole like, new album in a month. When I put that into, you know, <laughs> put the put all that on the table, like, this man's talented. Ain't that I don't think we ever, well, some people question it, but wow. What did Drake and Future do? How long was that? What they say it was like two weeks. Oh yeah, but that's different. Yeah, though. that's different. That's just a blow. Still different. That, that felt more like mixtape vibes yeah, yeah. and the way Future work. He just crank out something like yeah. what what Kanye do. This man go and find these samples and break down yeah. the beats and then. Yeah. I like a lot of like that one he was talking about his daughters and all that, that stuff. That shit was hard. That shit was hard. Like that. that, that I don't think that was the last track. Yeah, that, that shit was I like hard. some of the messages on there. That daughter thing. I'm not gonna lie. When I was when I was listening to, it, I was like, I'm a little scared. I'm not my, not not scared, but I'm like, yo, it's a it's a lot of responsibility. Having a son or a daughter is a lot of responsibility, but mm -hmm. because of the 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 world we live in. Having a daughter feels like a lot of weight. When you when your boy grow up, I mean, 
sorry to say, but when your boy grow up, you don't. It's like, all right, man, do you, like, what do you think? You a man? Mm-hmm. You go be a man. Regardless, your daughter's like that's your that's your daughter. Like that's like, so it's, mm-hmm. it, it just feels different. Not to say you shouldn't feel the same about both your kids, like whatever. But I'm just saying it's a certain aesthetic when it comes to having a baby girl. Mm-hmm. You, you like. Man, <laughs> it's a lot of pressure, especially being a father. I mean, so it's 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 different, especially if you know how you used to be with women, or you know, it is all that I stuff. think that's where most men get scared yeah. at because they know how they were with women. Yeah, and then you got social media on top of it nowadays. Yeah, that's like if you was having a daughter back in the day, you was, all right, it's, it's you know you. But now this this day and age, oh man, that's that's that's, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's scary. Yeah, but I understand the people that don't want to listen to her because of yeah. the stuff he said. So it's hard but, for me being an entertainer and not like I have to. I just show how great he is because yeah. this whole thing with R. Kelly and um, who else they been the XX Testacion. Yeah. Like I feel like we got to separate the artist and the music. Now you got your right not to listen to it if you don't sure. listen to it, but I don't feel like people music should be taken off because they did something like separate if like R. Kelly, what he's doing is one of the foulest things in the world. Ever, it's yeah. whack. Like as it's, a person, yeah. Whack as fuck. I don't fuck with him. But his but he, music he, he I music. can't deny how great the music was. It's a, he's a musical he, legend. Or, or even like Michael Jackson. If he did what he did, terrible. Terrible. Terrible person for that. But I can't deny the music. Can't. Like I can't right, deny I the can't. music. I can't. And I don't think you should censor people. But the main thing about censorship is doing it before someone's convicted. Yeah, like, we yeah, automatically, yeah. if you hear something, that person's guilty without having any evidence, have him without that person yeah, going yeah, to trial. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. That's the thing. You can't jump to conclusions because you get in the muddy water. Yeah. Because if it come back, all oh, this was a lie, he's totally innocent, now what? Now what? Now what? <laughs> You was on Ambien? He was on Ambien. <laughs> you was on Ambien? He was on Ambien. So, on yeah. Ambien. But, nah, um, yeah, I like I like the Kanye album. I mean, yeah, I know a lot of people like, I'm not going to listen to it because of what he said. I mean, I, and I get it. But as a musician and a artist and, a, you know, entertainer and trying to keep up with everything, I was like, I have to, I had at least give it a give it a listen. And I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't, wasn't mad at it at all. Especially, like you said, for it being a month in. Now he got a whole other project that he can release so it's just flew like, people out to Wyoming. Yeah, come listen to. Here's it. my thing. It was a lot of I seen. I ain't seen too many dudes I knew, but I seen a lot of girls that I, that I knew or followed, and I was like, huh, all right, they in Wyoming. I, like, I knew a lot of dudes. Yeah. A lot of them in this. I seen Chris Rock. I seen yeah. uh, a bunch of rappers. I seen a bunch of other people that's behind these rappers. I yeah. uh, know. Well, I like following the business people in the industry. Honestly, like I love following Steve Stout and the and the managers people. So I know all of those people. They give you the insights. They yeah, you, yeah. They give you the. They the, actually give you the game plan. In, the inside of everything. Um, now, Pusha T and Drake beef. I don't care no more. Okay, here's where I'm at with it. Yeah. When Pusha T was taking a little bit to respond, yeah. I stopped caring yeah. until he dropped his response. Yeah. And then I was like, whoa. Yeah. It's the first time, like, Drake got punched in the gut. Yeah, got punched. I know Diddy punched him, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> figuratively, got punched in the gut, like, with a people Diddy thinking you, you lost, you took an L. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, where does he go from here? Because what Pusha T kept saying, like, I don't have any skeletons. And he kept saying, this is going to be a surgical summer. I got more. I'm like, he already revealed a lot. Like, yeah. what else does he have? 
So then it came out that Drake would drop 100K for some info and all this. And supposedly, Pusha T has the audio evidence of this, which is not good because you know he'll just use that. And then Pusha T ain't got nothing to lose in this. Not at all. He ain't got, he got all the game from this. He been in the game too. So and yeah. he don't care. That yeah. man crazy. Leave that man alone <laughs> type thing. Yeah. But I did want to hear a response. I wanted to see where he was going to go. But I think if it's first time Drake in the corner. It's very, I think, I think, but it's not happening no more, supposedly. Did you hear about all that? What, him trying to beef no, with him? One thing, Kanye came out and said he don't want none of the beef. Let's end this, all that. Mm-hmm. But the main thing, Jay Prince came out from Houston. Oh, okay. And told, called Drake and said, don't. Don't don't respond because he said we can't get in the pig pen with the pigs because pigs turn to hogs and hogs get slaughtered. <laughs> All right, hold on. You know who Jay Prince is? A little bit. Basically, this is the most respected man in rap and in the streets. He's like, if, if there's a black mob, he's yeah. the head of it in wow. like hip hop, like. The respect he got goes back years. You know, he started rap a lot records. Okay, Jazz Prince is his son who signed Drake. Yeah, Young Money discovered Drake and all that. So when he calls people, people get scared because like he he's that guy. So let's break this down. He said, "We don't stop beefing." He said, "Cause it's gonna go places." He said he heard the response that Drake got, and he said that this could possibly end Kanye's career. And hurt Pusha T with some of the info that gonna be revealed in this. Yeah. Now you know this could be all tough, it could, it could, but yeah. the way he was saying, it, and he got stuff because this is money. You know, his son. You know, he make money off Drake too. Yeah, so yeah. he like where Drake was gonna go with this. This was gonna go off music. Off okay. the, off the, okay. He was like, it's gonna uh, go off music, and, and he said, and it's gonna could possibly hurt Drake's brand because how far he has to go and where it's gonna keep going, he could hurt the money. Yeah, he said, and I ain't gonna. He said, I'll be a sucker if I let that happen, let it affect all the business. He's like, we seen what happened when it go off records with Tupac. Like, imagine yeah. someone stepped yeah. in. He stepped in for a lot of beefs, actually. But yeah, yeah. he's saying, so, yeah, he's that guy. Like, yeah. no one messes with him. Like, Master yeah, yeah. P supposedly one time kidnapped Pimp C, p- p- pistol with Pimp C, tied him up, and was about to do all this stuff. This is just a story I read. But Master P called Jay Prince before he finally dealt with what he wanted to do, and Jay Prince said, "Let him go." Like this is, a, you got to check in when you go to Houston. This is a whole six nine yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, like with his yeah. other son, Jay and Prince Jr. Oh, okay, okay. So this dude has like he runs shit, and everyone respects him. Everyone's scared of him, and he just released a book called Respect. Like he on Breakfast Club today. I ain't get to watch okay, it, but I, I watched his Sway one. Yeah, I knew I was gonna be talking about it when cause I just read first that he yeah, said yeah. beef done. He said Drake ain't releasing that because it's going to go but, too far. But I don't, don't go too far. Let's go back to the quote because that's why I'm still still going. Yeah, like, you, know, said, I, you know, I don't eat pork no more. So I'm he go. said we can't get into the slop with the pigs. He said because when you get in the pig pen with the pigs, you turn into a hog and hogs get slaughtered. Okay, gotcha. And he was saying like one dude, they had calls. They were taking calls. This dude called in and said, you know, I think it's hip hop though. You know, you gotta let the hip hop go because the people want to hear the, the the diss track. You can't. You can, this 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 ain't the streets. You can't hold him back. You can't hold this from hip hop. We want that. Jay Prince read said, "When things elevate in your dome a little bit, you'll understand me down the road." 
This is how you talk. He said, when things elevate in your dome a little bit, you'll understand me down the road. I don't want to fight nobody like that. Man, he's super laid back, yeah. calm. He a smiler. <laughs> but even Charlemagne talked about this and like getting that courtesy call. Like they call Curry. Yeah. When he call you, stop. <laughs> stop whatever you doing. Just stop. Stop. This, so this this man is obviously respected on a whole new yeah, level. So I, I was, it's, it's interesting to hear because that means because I well once once I heard Pusher say all that about the kid about forty about his mom about that I knew whatever Drake if if he was responsible it was gonna go off record it, it had it had it was it was more but he's saying this potentially could ruin Kanye's career with the information he was about to reveal and this could hurt Pusha T. So they wouldn't say it'll ruin Pusha T, but it's like, this is going to really hurt Kanye. Yeah. So then they say that's why Kanye put out that tweet like, you know, I'm not about beef. <laughs> about love. He the same one who ended the Diddy Drake beef. He called. Kanye? No, he called. Like, he, he put on record. He actually put it on record. He said, this, you said, if you, he said, I'm going to put it out to let y'all know Drake is family. And if you touch my family, you opening doors for me to touch your family. So Diddy. And, and you see, ain't no problems no more. <laughs> Like this nigga, I don't know the extent. No one knows the full extent of why. And that's why it's scary. Like the right people know. Yeah, like right people people. in Houston know, yeah, but yeah, yeah. people just in hip hop that just fans all this. We don't know, but you know, out of everybody, like the two realest people to do this is Fifty Cent, but then really Jay Prince. This man has power over. Like I want, I really want to read his book. And here's the thing. Diddy don't really back down to me. Diddy a real nigga. Like, Diddy don't back down. Real, so <laughs> you don't back down. That's that's okay. Well, when he said that when things elevate in your dome a little bit, you'll understand me down the road. Damn, that shit was a quote for your ass, dog. He just said it. He and let it, Buddy say all that and just said that. And so real, he's saying when honestly, you grow, it's real basic, yeah, but, it is basic. But, but the way he said it, because yeah. he could have said when you grow a little bit, you know, learn and get read more. No, no. You know, you, no. When things elevate in your dome a little <laughs> bit, dome. you'll understand me down the road. So all he's saying when you learn and grow later on in life, you you'll understand, understand this this one moment. Jeez, and, that, and that's so real because this thing I understand from back. Ten years ago, I'm like, ah. Those are movie lines. That's why I like it. It's like, that's what the character would say in a movie. Yeah. Like, those are Avenger lines, like villains, yeah. the villains. When things elevate in your dome, you understand me down the road. Type shit. They don't shut your ass. Yeah. <laughs> no. But, so I'm excited to watch this interview, because I know. And I know Charlemagne going to bring up. Charlemagne gonna ask the right questions. Why are you so respected? Why are people scared of you? Why this? Why that? Yeah, you yeah. called me one time because he called him about Drake too. <laughs> so he he fought. So he he bounced for Drake. He he, he hard body for Drake. This is his family. His yeah. son discovered Drake. So he's making yeah. money from all this. Yeah, all yeah. like you fucking up business. Yeah, yeah. Nah. He's saying I don't play about my money. Like yeah. he got into the box and he said one something happened with some. They wanted something. He said, you got to pay me 600 grand. He said, I got my check. That's right. I like people like that. They yeah. move in silence. He move in silence. Move you don't know silence. what he did, but he did all the stuff to have the respect that he got. Now, because we were just talking about Diddy. So, me, Cam, and Tristina seen Diddy this weekend. Yeah. Uh, at a uh, A&T-T. A&T-T. AT&T had a uh, event called Shape. And it's basically, I think, like bringing – uh, film and technology and diversity mm-hmm. uh, all together, which was honestly a really cool event. Issa was there, Ava DuVernay was there. Uh, but I was there. 
Uh, I don't really care about that. But um, it was <laughs> <laughs> but in particular, Diddy said something that blew my mind, and I said that is one of the realest things I've heard, or even like. So this is what happened. So there, he's getting the interview. And the interviewer, which was it the owner of AT and T? Was it the co co owner? I forgot. It's the CEO. The C- I think. CEO, I believe. Yeah. It was the CEO. So one of the top top two. Somebody people. with some money up there. Yes. <laughs> so he said he he said Diddy. He said growing up, what was your dream? Like, what did you dream about doing? And then Diddy kind of interrupted. He said, "Can I answer this question?" Like, he's gonna take a look. He was like, "I'm I'm gonna answer this question for you." He's like, "Follow me." He said, when I was growing up, I dreamed of going to sleep. He said, uh, what did he say? No, he said, I remember it. Yeah, he said, wake, he waking said, up. Okay, I know what it yeah. was. The, so the um, CEO of AT&T was the moderator. So he was like the one asking all the questions and whatnot. So um, he asked like something about curation and what yeah. that means to you. Yeah, and Diddy yeah. like, can I tell you a story of my vision? And I'll answer your question. So he said, sure. So Diddy said, I had this vision. When I was younger, that you would wake up in the morning, turn on some bad boy tracks. Boom, that was that. You would get in the shower mm-hmm. and listen to some more bad boy tracks. Mm-hmm. This is how you talking to. Yeah. As well. this when you get out the shower, you would lotion up, then you'll spray on some unforgivable, <laughs> which was his cologne. Which is his cologne, and then you would go to your closet and throw on a, a Sean John suit, which is his clothing line. Which is his clothing line. And then, you know, you leave the house, jump in the Uber, and head to work at the Comb Enterprises. Which One has. of his entities. Or one of my entities. And then he said, you know, after work, you know, you're feeling good. You had a good day. You stop at the club. And if you're old enough to enjoy some of this ultra, <laughs> <laughs> ultra <laughs> supreme liquor, he said, you'll get some Ciroc. Yeah. And enjoy your night. You know, you get a little toasty. He said, when you get home, make sure you hydrate it. Oh, but hold on. He said, and he said... But also, oh yeah. Also, while you're in there, you be dancing some bad boy tracks. But then, even before that, back in the house, he said the TV. Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He said TV. the TV. If you turn TV on, you be watching Revolt and get up to date with your latest hip hop yeah. news. And then he said, um, if you're not really a, a, a vodka guy, you know, you can have some tequila, the Delion, which is also is tequila. He said when you get home, you know, you unwind, you want to get hydrated a little bit, you drink some water, some aqua hydrate, which is his water. Blew my mind. And then he said. And then you do the same thing all over the next day. And he said, that was my vision. And he did it. Blew my mind. I said, my man. <laughs> he did it. He, he, <laughs> every he bit of it. He did it. <laughs> every bit of it. Had a vision. I was Set like, the plan Whoa. and went to construction. And the thing what the thing that blew my mind is the curation of it. Like, it's, it's from start the start of your day to the finish, to the finish of your day. Like, clothing, TV, radio, cologne, liquor. I said, Wow. Water, uh, I was like, he his his studio is like, I was like, yo, my man did it. It's nothing but respect for Diddy, nothing but respect. And just, honestly, he's a funny guy. I'm just out there, he's just, watching him talk up there is just funny. He was smiling and cheesy. You can tell he feels good right now. You tell he feels good. You can tell that his he's happy about where his life. He's you can tell that he's grown mentally because all he talks about is love and love this and love that and the, the love he was saying some really good point like you could tell he's in a good space right now you can tell he's in a really good really good head space and I, I, I fuck with I mean I've been fucking with Diddy but it was it was good to watch it was, it was cool to watch I feel like we've been talking about talking before about a week it's about an hour and seven minutes 
Shit, that about a week for me. <laughs> Let me make sure we ain't got no questions. I'm pretty much about done anyway. Um, bam. Uh, all right, so this week, no one has a question. Cool. So that's pretty much it for the question section of the podcast today. Thank y'all for uh, for sending in your questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we appreciate that. Um, any last things? Uh, I think that man. Oh, last thing we'll say, y'all people who listen to this a lot know about one of our friends named Tristina. And y'all know the struggles we have when oh we got to talk God. to Tristina, the stories of hang out with Tristina. Well, I tell you, she's the one who got us into this event. So we've been with her the past two days. Man, it was a lot. I've never met anybody in my life like her. It's just baffling. The whole time when I'm with Tristina, my face just permanently looks confused and scrunched up. Stuff she says and does is just very confusing. So we got to have her back on soon. Let me tell y'all a quote from Tristina from about three weeks ago. Me, her, and Chaz are walking to go get food, and we actually got one podcast question that just came in. Me, her, and Chaz are walking to go get food. We walking to go get food. Tristina verbatim says, have you guys ever had Tender Greens, which is a restaurant out here. It's like a salad bowls and all that stuff. I said, yeah, I like Tender Greens. It's not bad. She says, I can't have it anymore. I say, why? She says, Every time I eat there, I get food poisoning. I said, huh? Why are you still eating there? Yeah, I said, why if every time Cam ate Chipotle, got food poisoning, hadn't been back since? I've been in there, but I ain't eat. I went I, to use the bathroom one time because I was walking by I had to pee. But you know why? Because he got food poisoning. Because <laughs> I got food poisoning. It, it's not fun. So he not trying to... Even if it, even if it's a mental thing, is he's just not gonna keep going back there? Whatever. I'm good on that. Justina said, "Every time I go there, I get food poisoning, <laughs> and my face." So we dealing with y'all. Like, can be laughing me because I get so frustrated. It's funny. He he makes it funny. I, I get so frustrated with Justina <laughs> <because> <laughs> she I makes just, it funny. I'm just like, yo. What are you doing? What are you talking about? Stop going there if you're getting food poisoning. Don't make sense. Like every, that's like saying every time sense. I walk on this one street, I get shot. Why are you going there? Like, yeah, if you walking down one street and you keep getting beat up, find another street <laughs> to go down or get an Uber through that street, then walk the rest Something. of the way. Like, like get an Uber past the people who keep beating you up. Stop going there. So if I get food poisoning, I'm not eating there again. Like multiple times. Interesting and funny, man. It's top five or top one. Uh, the question is from uh, my Kayla, our buddy. How, uh, my Kayla, you funny. How long should the talking period last before walking away? The talking period, I guess, as in you're talking to somebody. That's subjective, it's honestly. Very subjective. I, 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 it's hard to know without knowing what how being in it, being in yeah. the talks. Because if if you feel if you have to access this question, it may be at the point where you need to walk away. Here, but then I don't know. But here's the thing: it's like asking how long should you stay engaged. Some people stay engaged ten years. I, you know, I don't. This, I, I don't. I don't. I'll tough. say this, Michaela. If you feel this way, this acts for if if you think that this could lead to a relationship and that's what you want, this be straight up like honestly I want to know where you see this going. Do you yeah. see this becoming a relationship? 
is that what you want right now? Do you do you ask that person? Do they want a relationship? Yeah. And but depending how they answer, that'll answer your yeah. question if you should walk away or not. It says how long does it take? She said also part of the question: How long does it take um, a man to realize he wants to pursue a relationship? I said, and that's another thing. Everybody's so different. Like the thing is, this man might we won't after reading the book, The Way of the Superior Man. This man might be on his mission and. Like we we learned that that's like a man's most important thing and like his his mission to I can break it down. I remember the, what yeah, I was saying. His mission to go so, pursue that. So basically, it's saying every man has a purpose. A superior man has a purpose, and no matter what he has in his life, they say he could be married with kids, he can have it all. If he's not living his purpose and living in that and pursuing that, he won't be happy. And that's a masculine male is basically what it was saying. So. Any man, like, I understood it, cause especially for what we do. We chasing a dream, so we sacrifice relationships, a bunch of stuff, because this is my purpose. This is what makes me happy, and if I'm not doing this, I yeah. won't be happy. So it fully resonated with me. Yeah. So my best advice, as I said, just ask him, yeah, dude, to, yeah. do you ask that dude, do you, is he looking for a relationship, and where does he see this going? And then I think that'll answer your question. Yeah. If he says, no, I'm not looking for a relationship, and I'm not really looking for that's it. a girlfriend, then you know, okay, yeah, walk it. away. Or you can wait, you know. Ain't nothing wrong with that if you feel like something. But your second question, it, it, that's subjective too, because I could know a girl for 10 years, and if we just start kicking off, and we make in a relationship quick, than someone I just met and yeah. need to know who she really is before I take it to the next level. So it ain't no. Because we're learning these days. It, you, it's a long time yeah, to you know never people. Know. But it could be someone from my past that, okay, we kick it off in two this next two weeks. I'm like, man, why we never took it to the next level? Let's just try. Um, other thing is, so this last thing, somebody said, I know you guys did hip-hop rap family, so who out of Hollywood be your family? I'm going to wait on this question, but they put theirs. I'm going to wait on this question. Wait, too. didn't we answer that? No, no. Hollywood. We didn't do Hollywood. We didn't. Oh, oh, we, oh, we didn't oh, Hollywood. oh. They said mother, Loretta Devine, not bad. Father, Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. Brother, Trevor Jackson. Sister, Yari Shahidi. Mm-hmm. Aunt, Viola Davis. That's a good aunt. That's mm-hmm. a, <laughs> uncle, Steve Harvey. That's a good That's a good uncle. That's funny. Cousin, Issa Rae. That's a solid list. Not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I think I agree with the sister. Like, if it's a little sister, I'll take Yara. Yeah, yeah. If it's a big sister, I'll take Issa. Yeah. I think for mom right now, this I'm just doing this off the yeah, top of my head. Yeah. Angela Bassett is yeah. my mom. Yeah. Denzel as my dad. Yeah. Yeah, Denzel as my dad. Um, as my uncle. Uh, who would be my uncle? Uh, I have to think about that. As my um, grandma, give me Oprah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. As my aunt, as my aunt, give me, uh, this would be a fun aunt. Give me, um, what's her name, uh, from Empire, and, um, Baby Boy. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah, forget yeah, yeah. right yeah, now. Taraji. Taraji yeah. P. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd oh, be yeah, a for fun, sure. That'd be for a sure. fun aunt. For cousin, for cousin, for cousin. Uh, give me Donald Glover. That's solid. Well, we, well, yeah, because he counts for both. Yeah, he counts for both. And for yeah. brother, dun 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 dun. I don't know, man. I yeah. don't think on it. Let me. Uh, all right, let me see what I can do off the top. All right, 
Father, give me Will. Give me Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Mother. Whoo. Mother, mother, mother. I think, uh, let me come back to mom. Let me go back to mom. Uh, cousin, give me, um, Keegan. Keegan Pill. <laughs> Yeah, why in your face? That nigga, that nigga funny. Right? He's he smart dude. He's indeed cool dude. Um, damn, she got a good uncle. Steve Harvey's a good uncle. That's a solid uncle. Um, and you pick an uncle? I don't think you pick an uncle. Yeah, I'm gonna go uncle. I'm gonna go with Jamie Fox. I'm gonna go with Jamie. Fox. That's a good uncle. I'm gonna go with Jamie Fox. Uh, aunt. Yeah, you you had my aunt. Right. I'm trying to think of another. Aunt. I guess another aunt be Tracy. Tracy Ellis. Wrong. Uh, that'd be yeah, a, that's that'd, amazing. That'd, that'd be a, a, another aunt, brother. Hmm, brother, brother. Ah, man, yeah, brother. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of brother on top. I don't think of a sister. I was gonna go Issa, but you said Issa. So I said older. I said it's younger than Yara. Oh, okay. So yeah, well, yeah, sister. I probably more likely go Issa just because that's fam. I had to come. I gotta come back to mother. I'm, I'm not sure. Mother and aunt. Mother. Oh no, I, did, I said aunt. I said cousin. Yeah. Well, mother and brother. Brother, I'm not sure. It's like I had somebody. Give me um. I was gonna say brother, uh, Mahershala Ali. <laughs> that sounds like an uncle. It's like an uncle though. Uncle age. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, brother, right now. Not off top. I'm not sure. I had to come back to that. But yeah, we'll think about it. We'll see if we have another list. I want I want a manual's list on that one too. But uh all right, man. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Comedy Trap House. We will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.